section sixty six of the animal story book this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b the animal story book edited by andrew lang owls and marmots and eagles nests by mrs lang owls and marmots it is curious when we come to think of it how very few of the creatures that live upon the earth ever take the trouble to build any kind of house to live in for the most part they are contented to find out some cave or hole or convenient place where they can be hidden and from which they can steal forth to get their food but as for collecting materials from the outside to make their dwelling place stronger or more beautiful as do the beavers for instance why we might all look for many years before we should find a horse or a tiger employing himself like that yet we all know that all the birds that live the cuckoo excepted manage to build some kind of a nest and so do some fishes and many insects it would take too long to write about them all but we will just see how some of the cleverest among them go to work one of the first things that struck europeans traveling sixty or seventy years ago in the wild country beyond the great mississippi was the fact that whole districts sometimes several acres in extent and sometimes several miles were covered with little mounds of the shape of a pyramid about two feet wide at the bottom and at the most eighteen inches high these are the houses of the marmots or prairie dogs and when deserted as they often are by their original inhabitants they become the homes of burrowing owls now a neat comfortable well-built house is really quite necessary for the marmot as he goes fast asleep when the weather begins to get cold and does not wake up till the sun is shining warmly again on the earth above him then he sets to work either to repair the walls of his house which have been damaged by the heavy rains and hard frosts or if that seems useless labor to dig a fresh one somewhere else but industrious as he is the hard work does not make the marmot at all a dull boy and he can still spare time for a good game now and then of course as we are talking about birds perhaps we ought not to be describing marmots which are naturally not birds at all but as they build for the burrowing owls to inhabit a description of the houses may not be out of place the entrance to the marmot's house is either at the top or on the side of the little mound above ground then he hollows out a passage straight down for one or sometimes two feet and this passage is continued in a sloping direction for some distance further when it leads like a story in the arabian nights into a large warm room built of soft dry grass which has been packed into a tight firm mass in general the outside of the little mounds is covered with small plants and grasses so that the marmot always has his food near at hand but occasionally they prefer to make their villages in barren spots as being safer from enemies still wherever they are the sociable little colony of marmots are said to be haunted by at least one burrowing owl a bird about nine inches long and from a distance not very unlike the marmot itself when it is sitting up listening for the approach of danger if no burrow seems likely to be vacant at the time he wants one the owl does not scruple to turn out the owner who has to begin all his labor over again sometimes when affairs above ground are more than usually disturbed and foes of all kinds are prowling about 
seeking whom they may devour owls and marmots and rattlesnakes and lizards rush helter-skelter into the underground city taking refuge from the dangers of the upper world it would be a strange sight if we could see it and it would be stranger still if the fugitives managed to separate without some of the party having gone to make the dinners of the rest eagles nests eagles as a rule build their nests on the shelves of rocks high out of reach of any but the boldest climbers there are however some species among them who prefer the tops of trees at a height varying from fifteen to fifty feet these nests are constructed of long sticks grass and even reeds and are often as much as five or six feet high and at least four broad soft pine tops form the lining and a bed for the young many eagles are clever divers and like the excitement of catching their own fish instead of merely forcing the fish hawks to give up their prey and an american naturalist gives an interesting account of the sporting proceedings of two eagles on the green river in kentucky the naturalist had been lying hidden among the rocks on the bank of the river for about two hours when suddenly far above his head where the eagle had built his nest he heard a loud hissing and on looking up saw that the little eaglets had crawled to the edge of the nest and were dancing with hope and excitement at the idea of a good dinner in a few moments the parent eagle reached the rock and balancing himself on the edge by the help of his wings and tail handed over his spoil to the young ones the little eagles seemed in luck that day for soon their mother appeared in sight carrying in her claws a perch but either the watcher below made some movement or else her eyes were far sharper than her mates for with a loud cry she dropped her fish and hovered over the nest to protect it in case of an attack when all was quiet again the naturalist went out cautiously to examine the perch which he found to weigh as much as five and a half pounds you do not catch such big perch in england end of section sixty six end of the animal story book edited by andrew lang